the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving, and storage studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Dr. John Deloney, number one best-selling author and host of the Dr. John Deloney Show, mental health expert, relationship expert, is my co-host today. The phone number here is 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Michael is in San Antonio. Hey, Michael, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hola. Hey, what's From up? Texas. Good to have you, brother. Hey, a couple of things. I uh, finished FPU last week. Um, everything's paid off except my house now. Good. So me and my wife have been working diligently for that. Good. So we're looking at moving out of the city. We found about a little less than 100 acres we want to buy. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good price. But we're hearing a lot of different things. When we talk to a conventional lender, they're saying that we should you know, go ahead and do our construction loan and everything, which bumps the whole loan up about $450,000. When we talk to just the land loan, there's like, no, just do the land loan, but, you know, know that your down payment is going to be 20%, maybe 15%. Well, in talking with a friend, we were looking at, we're looking at all options. So we looked at a manufactured home option. And at the manufactured home option, which I'm kind of shocked that these homes look as nice as they do, but there's, they have a program where they will go into the landowner, make a cash offer, which is significantly reduced, and we'll just say 500000 at this point, and, uh, and then they sell us the land for that cost with the manufactured home. All these people are telling me different things. Some of them have good points. Some of them have bad points. It, it's hard to sift through all of this. Okay. Thoughts? Always have thoughts. I'm an expert on my opinion. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> how, how old are you? I am 61. Okay. And um, what's your household income? Uh, about 121000 Do you have any money? I'm sorry? Do you have any money? Oh, yeah. You mean like... How I much have, money do you have? I have about, well, I don't know, 75000 that's liquid mm-hmm. that we could use toward the down payment and stuff. That wasn't what I asked. How much money's in your retirement account? Oh, uh, a couple hundred, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, re- I'm retired from the Army. I'm a disabled vet. Mm. Thanks for um, your service. Okay. So a, you're, you're married, and your wife, the, your total household nest egg is 200 grand plus 75 liquid. Correct. You own a home now? Yes. Okay. So if I understand you right, you bought uh, or, or you're trying to buy 100 acres that you're going to build a house on? Correct. Okay. Manufactured housing is what we don't do. That's a fancy word for trailer. Okay. And the 100% of them go down in value. Even the nice ones. We want to buy something that goes up in value, which would be a house. That makes sense? It does. So your current house is worth what? Uh, 503000 And what do you owe on it? 
270 maybe. Okay, so you got 200 there and you got 75 liquid and this property is 400. No, the property is 650. $650,000. And you're going to put a house on it. So you're going to have a million dollars in this project and you make 120 and you're 61. Correct. Pretty steep. You know, we, we run the numbers. We don't have any other expenses. That's the thing. Yeah. I mean, we owe nothing anywhere. Yeah. Um, except you're about to. Except you're about to be well, $650,000, yeah. $700,000 in debt when the smoke clears on this. I mean, what do you what, I don't like what, what you're saying? Okay, man. what price <laughs> what price house are you putting on that? What price house are you going to put on this six hundred fifty thousand dollars piece of property? I mean, we want to we want to downscale quite a bit to about a two thousand square foot house. What are you going to spend on it to build it? I'm thinking around three. Yeah, and six fifty is like nine fifty, so it's a million dollars minus two seventy five that you got to put down on it, and so you've got a you know what a seven hundred thousand dollar mortgage. Roughly. Correct. Is that where we end up? Okay. I If you were my dad and we sat down and we're just having chips and queso and trying to figure this out, I would tell you don't do this. You're, you're going to carry $700,000 of debt into you the rest of your life. You don't have a way to pay that anytime soon. And, you know, I, I, I don't want to sign you up for debt to die, debt till you die. I don't want to sign you up for that. Um, and so I, I guess I get to play the part of dream killer here because I don't, I think your dream, I'm afraid your dream is going to turn into a nightmare. Now, if you were to do this and I'm telling you, I would not do it. I'm going to ask you, please don't for the sake of your family and your kids, the stress that $700,000 is going to put on your soul at 61 years old, 61 years old, making 121,000. It's going to take years off of your life. And so, um, it's going to be more of a nightmare than a dream. When the smoke clears, the only way to do it is just to buy the land and uh, with a construction loan and build the house. And you're going to put $200,000 down out of the sale of your current house and the $70,000 that you have in an account. So you're going to put $275,000 down um, on the deal and um, and a construction loan then on the house, on the land also has first mortgage position on the land. It's the only way they do them. They don't do a land loan and then a construction loan. They don't do that. Construction lenders want first position. They don't want to be behind the land loan. So they're going to take out the land loan and roll it into the construction loan. That's If you do a land loan, that's what's going to happen. So whoever told you to get a land loan doesn't know what the flip they're talking about if you're going to build a house because you're going to end up with a construction loan to put – the house on there and they're going to pay off the land in the construction loan because they want first position. Then the whole thing is going to roll into a permanent final mortgage, a conventional mortgage, 15 year fixed on 700,000 is not going to be a fun payment to make on, um, you know, on $120,000 a year. It's not, it's not going to be a joyful thing. And if you flip that around, Dave, and you say, what do you say he has 200 left to pay off this house? got 200,000 in equity when he sells his other house. So he's still got 300 left to pay. And then he's got um yeah, and he's got 75 in cash. So 275 is the net cash that's going to go down on this after he sells the house he's currently in. I'd love for him to sell it and then them downsize, get that sucker paid off and then vacation like crazy people. Yeah. 
Yeah, Instead of go buy something else, I wouldn't buy this land. Yeah, no chance. I, I just, I, you can do it if you want, but I, you call me. You made the mistake of asking, and we'll 100% love you enough to tell you what we think we would do if we were in your shoes. Please don't do this. This is the Ramsey Show. It continues to amaze me how identity thieves keep finding ways to use our own identities against us. Not only do they commit crimes related to financial fraud, medical ID theft, and insurance benefit fraud, but now we have to deal with home title fraud. Thieves are using your own personal info to take ownership of your home so they can take out loans and you end up with a pile of debt and foreclosure notices. Over 4,000 data breaches happened in 2018, exposing 3.6 billion records. So thieves have plenty of identities to use and there's a one in five chance it will be yours. That's why Xander Insurance is the only program I use and recommend. Their plan covers all types of identity theft, and it takes over all the work if you become a victim. Visit Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Earlier this week, we announced our Smart Conference weekend is heading heading to the Windy City. That's right. We're going to be in Chicago. September 15 and 16, all the Ramsey personalities, me, Rachel Cruz, Dr. John Deloney, Ken Coleman, George Camel, Jade Warshaw will be on the stage in Chicago to help you change how you think, how you behave, and help you manage your life all the way around for better. You leave with a plan to stop doing stupid stuff with money, jumpstart your career, prioritize your mental health, improve your relationships. In general, if you go to the Smart Conference, you're going to be smarter! And you're going to be part of a live recording for the Smart Money Happy Hour podcast with Rachel Cruz and George Camel. And uh, this is a Friday night, all-day Saturday event. uh, There are platinum tickets, super platinum tickets, whatever else. Check them all out. we got only 60 tickets that are going to have dinner after the conference is over with me and all the Ramsey personalities. Pretty cool. And just 60 of your closest friends. Very small intimate gathering, but that's a super Those dinners get off the rails, man. Those are fun. And those are super pricey tickets, too. So. The bottom line starter, though, if you just want to come general admission, 79 bucks. This will be sold out very quickly. Chicago, 15 and 16 of September. RamseySolutions.com slash events and get your tickets now. The Ramsey Show question of the day is brought to you by Neighborly, your hub for home services for over 40 years. Neighborly has an exclusive network of trained local service providers backed by the Neighborly Done Right Promise. So if it's not done right, neighborly will make it right visit neighborly.com today to learn more april is financial literacy month all month long teachers and students in classrooms across america are taking time to talk about the importance of learning good money skills so we have a student question for our question of the day all right today's question comes from bryce in new mexico bryce writes i understand all the information i'm getting from the foundations and personal finance course i'm doing at school but i'm still a little scared of the quote-unquote real world what mindset should I have about managing money on my own that will help me feel more confident? I'll let you handle the the, the the money part of this, about the managing money, but I think it's important. We have a culture, Dave, that thinks we can think our way to confidence, that we can stand in front of the mirror and just chant things, and they just that suddenly our bodies are going to feel more confident. It's not true. 
you gain confidence by doing. You gain confidence by practicing, by action, by taking little steps towards something and having little tiny pebbles of success on this walkway. And so I would tell you to start making a small budget and stick to it. And when you stick to it for a whole month, um, stop for a second and note that and be proud of yourself for it and then move on a little bit further. Boy, you're exactly right. I mean, this this, this self-esteem movement has kind of gotten out of control in the last couple of decades. It's like if you just tell people, you're wonderful, you're wonderful, you can't add and you can't read, but you're wonderful. Well, and and you know the origin of that, right, is they they did those studies on the CEOs and they said, hey, all these CEOs who've made it have – they they believe in themselves, and so then they try to reverse engineer that by just telling a bunch of kids they believed in themselves. Yeah, but and, you don't you don't have to really accomplish anything, but you could just randomly believe <laughs> in right. yourself, yes. which is dumber than a rock. I mean, you you can't have high self esteem if you can't do math and read. So you need to learn the skills, and the same thing's true. What you're you saying, can't, you can't have confidence if you haven't fallen and gotten back up. You can't have up. confidence until you've done something. You can watch other people ride a book, boat, ride a bike. You can uh, watch a YouTube how to ride a bike. But until you ride a bike, you don't have confidence. You're it. not going to have confidence. And until you fall over and scratch your little hands, you're not going to learn to ride a bike. And then get back up. Work. That's confidence. So all of that to say, um, it's normal, and we're not putting you down at all for feeling scared. Actually, that's kind of wise. I'm glad. That's right. Because you're saying gosh, this is something I've never done before, so it's a little scary. I'm insecure about it. I don't have false confidence because someone said, ta-da, confidence. No, nobody did that. <laughs> doesn't work. And so instead, what you're going to do, the trick I would tell you to do is, um, in spite of being afraid, go and do the hard things. But uh, that's on one side of the equation is don't be paralyzed by it. On the other side of the equation is, though, don't act like there's no um, – that there that, that there's no consequences right so um, risk is real you know back in my generation they would say don't bite off more than you can chew mm-hmm. and so that's what happens when someone calls here and they've got a 750 dollar car payment and they make a thousand dollars a month they bit off more than they can chew my day it was don't let your mouth write checks that your uh but can't your cash. butt can't cash that's right yeah and that wasn't the word we used exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah so there you go <laughs> And so, uh, yeah, that, that's exactly it's it's the same right? same thing, though. It's confidence. It's confidence. And so David did not walk up and slay Goliath. He first killed a bear and a lion. So by the time he came against the giant, he, knew what he, was doing. he actually had skills that were proven. He was not just a cocky, out of control, too much faith and no skills. Right. Uh, God told me. He didn't do that. He just walked up there and said, yeah, God told me, but I know I can do it because they said, you know, you're going to go out there and get killed. And he goes, no, I'm not. I killed a bear and a lion. I know it looks like this guy's, who's this uncircumcised Philistine, you know? And that's that's what he said, yeah. right? And so uh, it's the same thing. It's confidence based on actually having done stuff. And uh, that, that so that's how you fix it. Take little steps to gain confidence and competence both. And the more competent you become, the more confident you will become, and the less fear you will have, because your fear is well-founded. Absolutely. Good for you, man. And I can imagine you're in high school, and all this, this info is coming at you, and all these, question, these questions and, and lessons. It's a lot, man. So good for you. Yeah, there's, there's not an app for your life. Mm. You have to go live it. There's no, there's, no, there's no shortcuts. There's no click on it on your phone, and it's all okay. You know, it you got to go do it, and that's that's the you know the downside of having a magic wand in your life in your hand your whole life. Mary is with us. Mary is in Oklahoma City. Hi, Mary. How are you? Hi, I'm doing well. It's an honor to be talking to you. You too. What's up? 
Well, um, my question is, uh, or I would like approval to um, buy myself a car that we've been saving up for for about four years. And So uh, you have the money in a car account that you saved the money for the car? Yes. Okay. How much is in your car account? Uh, we have saved 48000 In your car account? Yes. Okay. How much is in your emergency fund? Our emergency fund has 36000 In addition to the forty eight. Correct. Okay. And how expensive a car are you wanting to buy? Well, the dealership oversold us, and it's going to be about 57000 57000 well, hold on. They I thought you said you had forty-eight. Yes. What do you mean they oversold you? Well, um, we've been trying to get this car for about six months now, and uh, one finally popped up. And walk away. It was walk crazy. away. Don't do it. Walk away. You can't afford it. Don't do it. You don't have the money. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. I know. Just don't do it. Don't do it. We've been working so hard for it. I know. I know. What's your household income? 166. Okay. And what's your net worth? Uh, it's uh, without the house, it's 400. More de- uh, yeah, we're oh. debt free right now. Okay. What's the house worth? The house is part of your net worth. 650. Okay. So you're millionaires. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you can afford to buy a car that's 57,000. But I don't think you want to buy this car that's 57000 I think you want someone to tell you that you're getting screwed. Maybe. They, mar- they marked this thing. They oversold you. What's that mean? They, they marked it up over sticker? Well, it's a trim level higher than I wanted. Oh, okay. What kind of car is this? Toyota Sienna. We've got a two-year-old son and um, one on the way. Corolla will do just fine. Oh, I mean... Uh, uh, Sienna's the van, right? Yeah. Correct. That's a wonderful car. It's a great 57000 Okay. Um, so, no, I mean, you just haven't found the car that you want yet. Because you have a $48,000 budget to buy a car, and you decided that, right? And, you know, mm-hmm. they didn't oversell you. You almost overbought. You almost overbought. Yeah, don't blame them. Go yeah, get a Highlander. Not, you can not, get a Highlander for $45. they are great or, or go buy a slightly used one, one of the two. You, I'm okay if you got a million-dollar net worth buying a new car. As long as your total of all your cars doesn't equal more than half your annual income. This one's 48 or 50 and um, your income's 166 So as long as the other car's not more than $30, you are okay doing this deal but not this deal because you don't have fifty-seven thousand dollars. You just you you, you got to say no and go do what you want to do and not what they want you to do. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions. Right on the debt-free stage is Cody and Emily. Hey guys, how are you? Good, Good how are you? you? Better than I deserve. Where do you live? Reynoldsville, Pennsylvania. Cool. Welcome to Nashville. And how much debt have you guys paid off? Um, $138,291.03. Excellent. How long did this take? Five years and 11 months. Five years, 10 months, 23 days. All right. And your household income during that time range? It started out at $71,835.35 to... 
$124,687.16. What do y'all do for a living? Bro, you count pennies, man. Sorry. I'm a child care provider. Yeah. Okay. I'm a mechanic for the Department of Defense and uh, Army Reservist. Okay. Thank you for your service. Thank wow. You. What kind of debt was this $138,000? It was um, thirty forty thousand was her student loans and mm-hmm. then ninety eight thousand was our house you paid off your house all right oh, yeah. <laughs> looking at weird people yep. very cool what's this house worth um i'd say 150 okay excellent excellent good for you guys well done thank you thank how you. old are you two 36 and yeah have, and i'm 34 and you have paid for a house yep <laughs> none of your friends that age do nope no. <laughs> that's pretty stinking cool yeah Way Thank to go, you. guys. All right. What happened five years and 11 months ago that put you on this Ramsey stuff? Um, we got married in 2015. Um, my mom, she got us FPU for a wedding gift. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that was, yeah, 2015. And then we didn't get FPU until 2017. And I... Oh, I sat it. around for two <laughs> years. Uh, and... When she first gave it to me, I'm like, great gift. Uh, thanks, thanks, Mom. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Um, but then I started talking to a guy at work, and then he said, there's a radio show. So I started listening to a radio show. I worked at, uh, as an outside salesperson, so I would um, get in a truck, and I'd turn on the radio station listen to you, and it started making sense. Um, and I came home and told it to her. I said, it's sounds like maybe we should do this what'd um, you say emily i was really negative <laughs> <laughs> i wanted nothing to do with you honestly I <laughs> understand. Why? how come i just it didn't sound like it would work she i was just not even open to it at all and she yeah she had her own way of doing a budget she did everything for us she still does everything for us uh but she had her own way and i said i need to start getting in on this um so I said, here's the every dollar budget app. She said, no, I have this. I said, but this way we can both look at it and we can be on the same page. And uh, so fighting and fighting about We're both it and, stubborn. Yeah. <laughs> my way is always better than his. His is always better than mine. So, so what brought you, what got you around it, Emily? Um, after the first class or two, I would say. Oh, I you was went to the hooked. class. Yeah. You actually went. Okay. Yeah. yeah. In right. 2017, we started going. So then, you started seeing that you might, you thought it might work after yeah. all. Yeah. I only went to the class because it was gifted to us. Yeah, and because he wouldn't there. shut up about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cody, are yeah. you are you are you a schemer? Do you always have a plan? Like, uh, hey, what if we do this? I'd say She's so. like, yeah, yeah. I'd say so. So this sounded like another one, Avon one more thing. Cody yeah. Yeah. Hey, honey, we're gonna sell essential oils, and except this time it was Dave Ramsey, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. But then you get in the class, you start seeing it for yourself. Yeah. yeah. Right. Very right. cool. Very cool. How's it feel to be completely free? at 34 36 years old amazing <laughs> it feels great um we was it worth the sacrifice oh yeah absolutely yeah. um we so our journey was we did you know the baby steps um baby steps two uh we got finished up in 2018 it was february 2018 yeah. emma was born um and so we were saving up we weren't we weren't uh putting in a monthly payment we were saving that up and Emma was born, nothing nothing medically was wrong. We smacked it down on there, and mm-hmm. we were consumer debt-free. Yeah. And then uh, 
we went through three, four, five, you know, and the rest of them. And then last year, uh, beginning of last year, like we got like $60,000 left on our house. I said, we could kick this out in a year, a little over a year. So I started working all those apps you can download on your phone, you know, Uber, all that good stuff. Grocery delivery was a big one for me um, that made me money. But uh, I would leave at 6.30 in the morning. Um, I wouldn't get, get home like- until like 11 because um, I'd be out there. Emily, you on board with all that? It was rough, but it was worth it. You can see it the was, house yeah. getting knocked out, right? Yeah. Right. And now he's home and we have him every yeah. evening, every weekend. So. <laughs> now Emily's like, <laughs> now hey, put him uh, to work. Some, some people probably need some groceries delivered. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, it was it was rough there for a little bit. Um, there was a, in July, I was just worn down. Like, man, this is, is it just one year of my life I can get this done and never have to do it again? Um, it was a nice sunny day out. The kids were out playing, and Cody, we call him Fella, um, Cody Jr., he said, Dad, you got to go back to work? I said, yeah, I got to go back to work. He said, why? And he was all sad and pouting on the seat there. I took, I snapped a picture with my phone. And I said, this is why I'm doing this. Mm. So it's mm. awesome. Man. So I'll never have to do it again. Exactly. Yeah. Way to go, guys. Congratulations. Very proud of you. What do you tell people the key to getting out of debt is? I'd say um, doing a budget. Um, and that, working together. You have working. to be on the same page. Yeah. Make a make a goal. Well, first dream. Mm-hmm. Have that dream. This is, this is our dream right here. Well, my dream. She might not be her dream, but this be standing right here. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> but that's you just, did this is my dream. Yeah. So make that dream and then create that goal and work mm-hmm. towards that goal. Very cool. Good for you guys. Well Emily, done. what do you what do you tell the husbands and wives out there that are just rolling their eyes when their spouse comes with another scheme? <laughs> just be open to it. Listen, maybe even try it a little bit. <laughs> you never know. The bug nine might times bite. out of ten, he's right. <laughs> oh well, there's that. Well, you said that like oh, it hurts. Yeah, so much. he does. <laughs> That's better. That's better than me, Cody. I'm not even that good. Yeah, it's good. Way we, to go, you guys. Celebrate that one out of ten, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Hey, we've got the Live and Give Bundle for you, the Baby Steps Millionaires book, number one bestseller, and you guys are on your way to be millionaires, uh, the Total Money Makeover book, and, of course, uh, another Financial Peace University membership. You'll be able to give those to somebody and help them on their journey or enjoy them yourself, whatever you need to do. All right, bring the kiddos up and tell us their names and ages. This here's Emma. She's five. Mm -hmm. This here's Cody Jr. We call him the fella. Mm -hmm. He's three, and that's Colton, 17. All right. Way to go, guys. Very good stuff. Excellent, excellent work. All right. It's Cody, Emily, Colton, Emma, and Cody Jr. And 138000 paid off. House and everything. Five years and 11 months, making 71 to 121 Lots of extra hours. Got her done. Completely free at 34 and 36 years old. Pretty stinking amazing. Well done, guys. All right, count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, Three, two, two, one. We are are debt-free! Yeah! Way to go, you guys! Man, I'll tell you what. If you're out there wondering if you can do it, you can do it. You can do it. It, It's painful when your little one looks at you and says, Daddy, why are you leaving? Mm. There's, that was I, I've never even heard that or thought of that. That's that's that was wise. 
and take a picture and I'm going to keep this thing close to me so I can see it. That's why I'm doing this. I remember later yep. that we paid a price to win. That's right. And uh, it wasn't a, it wasn't a decade mm-hmm. of overwork. One year. It was one year. One year. And we're free. We're free. Free. Never have to do it again. Mm-mm. So the weird thing is if you don't do it right, you get to do it over. That's right. That's right. But this now you can go to all the baseball games. You can go yeah. to all the dances. You can go to all the rehearsals. Don't miss a thing. You can be a dad. This is The Ramsey Show. Our scripture of the day, Proverbs twenty-two twenty-nine. Do you see a man skilled in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Calvin Brodus Jr., a.k.a. Snoop Dogg, said, "It's flipping hamburgers. If it's flipping hamburgers at McDonald's, be the best hamburger flipper in the world. Whatever it is you do, you have to master your craft. Whew. It's true. It is amazing. If you become the best at something, uh, whatever it is, you see a man skilled in his work, he will stand before kings. I struggled at uh, fielding ground balls as a kid. I was a good pitcher and I was a good hitter, but I struggled with fielding fielding ground balls. And I remember at a young age, my dad said, if you can hit, they'll find a place on the field for you. And there's this like, if you will focus on something and get really, really good at it. They'll stand before kings. They'll figure it out for you. That's right. Alex is with us in Norfolk, Virginia. Hi, Alex. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, thank you for taking my call. Sure. What's up? Yeah, so I had a uh, investing question. I guess where to where I should be allocating uh, where I'm putting my investments in. Um, so I have a I'm in the military, so I have a TSP that I've been doing 15% into, and then I've had an IRA that I've had that I haven't really added because I've been doing the TSP, which is Roth, both from the uh, Roth, and then I had a taxable account that I've been uh, also putting money into in addition, uh, with the thought process thought process of that being a uh, like a down payment for a house at some point. I don't Good. know when that would be. Good. Um, so I just didn't know, should I, cause I don't, I do plan on getting out of the military in about two years. Uh, mm-hmm. Currently working on my degree. Mm-hmm. So it should be better since I'm transitioning out to put that in the IRA. Um, doesn't matter. Should I be putting, doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, the only, the only advantage the Roth IRA would have over the Roth TSP is you might have mutual funds that would outperform some of your TSP selections. And uh, yeah, by far the C plan in the TSP is the best. We tell folks to put 80% in that 10% in the S and 10% in the I don't do any of the auto adjusted garbage. Yeah. Okay. Just, just pick C for most of it. C out is a common stock plan. It models the S and P 500 and it outperforms everything else in the TSP spades all over the place. The S is small company. And you just, the only reason I'm putting 10% in there is because it's really volatile. It's up and down. But some years it has an incredibly good year. The I is the international. And the only reason I'm putting some in there is so you don't have all your money in the U.S. economy only in terms of your investments. And so uh, it, I'm trying to model based on the, the production of those funds or those indexes in there, uh, you know, what we would do otherwise. Now, if you go out into a Smart Investor Pro and sit down, you don't get a match, do you? Uh, it's a 5%. Okay, you got to do that before you do anything. Because yeah. 5% free money is free money. You're going to do that. I'm assuming you're debt-free and have your emergency fund in place, right? Uh, correct, yeah. Good, okay. All right, we were talking like we knew we were on the same page. I'm making sure we were. All right, so you're doing great, man. How old are you? 
I'm uh, about to turn 20. 20? What? What thought- branch of the military are you serve in? <laughs> uh, Coast Guard. Thank you. Had a Coast Guard trainer sitting out here in the lobby. Yeah, I was just talking to him in a, at the break. Yeah. He's in town doing that. So very cool. Well, hey, so thank Alex, you. Thanks for your service. Hey, this is going to be hard, and, th- and it's going to be counterintuitive for you. Um, this is the easy part for most of us mortals, is you're going to have to make peace with doing the same boring thing over and over again for a long, long time. You're a go-getter. You go knock stuff down. You plan way ahead, and you're going to have to just make peace with, I'm going to put 15% of this account the, in the The, ri- the rhythm of automatic. Yeah. Yeah. It's boring, dude. It's boring. If you do that, you're going to be, un- man, you're so, way to go, man. I'm so proud of you. That is excellent, excellent stuff. Very, very well done. Yeah, I, I would make sure I get the match, 80% C, 10% S, 10% I, and do that, at the TSP and a Roth. And uh, then if you want to do something outside with your SmartVestor Pro, if you want to put some of your money over there to a total of 15% between the two, then you might get four mutual funds, growth, growth and income, aggressive growth, and international, uh, that that grouping would outperform the CSI. You should be able to actually get funds that do outperform those. But that's not going to be the secret. The secret is that you're freaking 20 years old and you're brilliant. You are the secret sauce of success in your life. It, you know what to do, and you're not you're not going to mess this up. Uh, Joyce is with us in Phoenix. Hi, Joyce. How are you? I'm fine. I do have a quick question I'd like Dave to comment on. Um, the housing market here in Phoenix is volatile, and we're looking to sell our house in the next five to seven years. Probably several times a month, we get a postcard in the mail, offer to buy your house for cash. It's crap. Don't do it. Okay. Can you explain why? Yeah, because it's, it's people doing flips that went to some TikTok uh, real estate class, and they're trying to buy a house at wholesale and flip it for retail. It, it, you can get a lot more for that house if you put it on the market with a traditional high-octane, high-protein realtor and sell it retail to a family that wants to live in the house. Because investors have to buy below retail in order to sell it at retail and make a profit. I did it for years. Okay, there's nothing right. illegal or nothing even scummy about what they're doing. They're just trying to buy a house cheap. I bought a lot of foreclosures back in my 20s. I bought a lot of estate sales back in my 20s. I went to auctions back in my 20s because in every case, I'm trying to buy a property cheaper than it was actually worth so I could sell it for what it was actually worth, and that's what they're doing. Make sense? Okay. Does that make sense to you? It does. Thank you. Okay. That's how it works. So, yeah. I get those cards, too, by the way. Everybody does, I guess. Everybody's got a mailbox gets them, probably. So, I think think you should answer one, Dave. I think that'd be hilarious. (laughs) Well, then I'd have to have the guy come to my... Why would I want to do that, John? (laughs) I don't know. I just think it'd be funny. It's like, like, (laughs) sure, man. Come over to my house. Let's talk. Just because I don't have enough to do. That's it. Yeah. Jennifer's in Austin, Texas. Hi, Jennifer. How are you? Right quick before we run out of time. How are you? Good. What's up? Real quick question. We have two homes. One, we are renovating. We carry 265000 on. Second one, we are living in while we renovate. It is paid off. When we move out into our primary residence, is it more beneficial to sell that secondary home to liquidate it and put it all in mutual funds for retirement? 
or to pay off our, sell it and pay off our homestead and invest the rest? B. I would, I, 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 here's the thing. When we've studied 10,000 millionaires, we found that the typical path to the first one to $5 million of net worth is a paid off home, personal residence, and mutual funds invested in good 401ks and Roth IRAs. And so I'm always going to have the series of goals where you're putting it baby step four, you're debt free with the emergency fund in place, putting 15% of your income away towards wealth building and retirement. Baby step five is kids college and six is pay off the house early. When you get the house paid off, then that takes you to baby step seven. There's nothing left to do then, but become very wealthy and outrageously generous. And you do that by maxing out your 401ks and maybe paying cash for some future real estate investments after that. Uh, but your first big hurdle is a debt-free personal residence and be aggressively to the tune of 15% of your household income funding your retirement and your wealth building. If you'll do that, that's the fastest, shortest, correct way with almost no risk towards building serious, serious wealth. Yeah. I like, yeah, I, I just, I just can't wrap my head around paying a mortgage on something and, uh, well, I got the money sitting over here and something right. else to pay it off. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it seems, it seems backwards. Yeah. 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 And it, it, but it doesn't, but the, it's cult, a, it's the, the cult, soul tax, the culture that's broke teaches you to do that. Right. Well, and I get if, if you, a lot just, of noise out if there. you take a yellow pad and you write it down and it's 10% return and yeah. I get 6% here, I can get make four here. There's just a, that 4% is my sleep tax. Yep. I just want to go to bed. Sleep tax. Like sleep tax. That's better than stupid tax. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks or, to the guys in the booth. Taylor Austin, Swift Ben, James, Zach, and Andrew, the booth dudes, did a great job. John, you too, on the, on the show. That puts us hour in the books. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. Hey, it's Dr. John Deloney. If you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click on the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.